Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you love Yankee baseball? If so, this is the show for you. Welcome to Pinstripe Talk with your host, Nick Delahanty. Welcome to another edition of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty, coming to you from a snowy Garfield, New Jersey. Yes, it might be snowing in the tri-state area. However, we have survived the dog days of winter as the Yankees are set to report to spring training this week. It's exciting. Finally getting back into baseball. It's been a long offseason, as we all know. A lot of the issues surrounding the free agent market. It's just seemed like it's been a long time since we've had baseball, especially Yankee baseball. And I know I'm, for one, excited to get back into the action. We do have a couple more weeks till opening day, but at least there's more to talk about in terms of the Yankees with regards to what's going on in spring training and how the team actually looks as they gear up towards 2019. Today's show is going to be a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Usually I, I pick some topics to discuss and then ask for your feedback. Over the last couple of days, we've been posting on our Twitter feed, which, in case you didn't know, is at PinstripeTalkND, and we wanted your reaction and opinion on certain things regarding spring training. We got some good feedback. We'll discuss your answers and more throughout this episode, 
continue to interact with us on social media. It's a great way for us to include you in our show. As always, we love talking Yankees baseball. We hope that you join in on the conversation. Before we begin to talk about the Yankees, a reminder, subscribe and rate to our show on Apple Podcast. If you don't use Apple, you could find us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, Simplecast. There are multiple ways to listen to our show. We hope that you, in turn, use those outlets in order to listen in and join in on the conversation. Feel free to share those links, share it with a friend. The more people talking about the Yankees, the better. We love to hear your opinions. We love that when you guys join in on our conversations. The first question that we posted on our Twitter feed has to do with spring training as a whole. And what we said was, you know, with pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training this week, what players are you most looking forward to seeing this spring? And were there any that you had in mind that you were going to keep your eye on as the spring goes along? We got a couple of good responses, a couple of different players we'll talk about. The first response came from Hail to the Victors 21 at Wolverine and Yanks, which is a pretty cool name. Uh, seems to be a Michigan fan as well. Uh, Clint Frazier is one and Greg Bird is another. If he could stay healthy and return to his 2015 self, the Yankees are set. Now, starting off with Frazier in that one, you know, he's a guy that's been hampered by injuries and he's a guy that has a lot of promise and I hope could stay healthy because I think that he can make an impact on this team. Yes, there's a log gym in the outfield with Gardner and, you know, you have to include Jacoby Ellsbury, but Frazier can knock on the door and make it hard for the Yankees to keep this guy in AAA. It's a matter of him staying healthy. You know, when they made the trade to acquire him, there was a lot of upside with him. The bat speed is there. Uh, he's still only 24 years old. I feel like this is an important spring for him because I think that if he can turn some heads, he can earn some regular playing time. It's a matter of what happens with the rest of the Yankees outfield. We saw it last year. The Yankees relied on Shane Robinson a lot. You know, you saw a judge go down with injury. There were times where the Yankees needed that extra body. And over 162 games, not everybody is going to stay healthy. So there are going to be opportunities. It's going to be a matter of if Frazier can put himself in a position where he could stay healthy and be productive. Yes, I, I really like Clint Frazier. I'm a big Frazier guy. I, I hope to see him make an impact with the Yankees this year. And I think that if he does get the opportunity, I believe that he can unseat Gardner as a starting left fielder. I think that's how good this kid could be. Gardner's getting a little bit up there in age. Could kind of benefit from a fourth outfielder type of role. But Frazier's definitely a guy that I'll be keeping an eye on as well. Greg Bird, on the other hand, I really think that he's a lost cause. Uh, you know, 26 years old. His last two years haven't been great. If you look at the numbers, he hit 190 in 2017. Again, only played 48 games. Uh, 199 last year in 82 games. Another guy that has been hampered by injuries. Uh, really has struggled to stay on the field. When he has been on the field, hasn't been productive. I expect Luke Boyd to win the first base job. I just think that there's more upside for Voigt. The only thing that concerns me is, is Luke Voigt a one-hit wonder? Is Luke Voigt that Shane Spencer that we're all concerned that he can be? Because if that's the case, the Yankees are going to be in a little bit of trouble finding out who could be the regular first baseman. It could make an interesting spin as well because if Voigt doesn't produce and Bird doesn't produce and Andujar has trouble at third base, 
do the Yankees turn around and say, you know what, we're better defensively with Andujar at first. Let him go through his little growing pains at first and see how that goes. There's a lot of different ways that this can spin. Birds is definitely an interesting guy to keep an eye on this spring. The first base competition will be interesting. I expect early on that they will probably platoon at the position uh, given the matchups. And I believe that the guy who's got the hot hand will end up playing the most at the position. Our next response came from Gentleman Madman, who is at Peter DJ Sezon. Sorry if I messed up the pronunciation there. He says, All of my friends in the Yankee organization to be healthy and dominate. It's that simple. Now, if you go on his Twitter page, he does have some pretty cool photos. You know, he's got Luis Severino, Gary Sanchez, Miguel Andujar. What he said really stood out to me because it's 100% true. Health is a key for this Yankee team. When healthy, this team could be very good, but it's a matter of everybody staying healthy at the same time. Last year, the Yankees were hampered by injuries. I mentioned earlier, Judge going down, and this team was still able to win 90-plus games. We're just hoping that this team can stay healthy and can produce at the level that they're capable of. So yes, I echo that uh, statement. Hopefully, everybody stays healthy, and it's a successful year moving forward for the Yankees. It'll be hard, 162 games, it's not easy to keep everybody healthy, but with all the depth and talent the Yankees have, I do think it'll be a little bit easier to get guys a couple of days off here and there. Aaron Boone should be able to mix and match in order to keep guys fresh and healthy. You know, it's a long season. Yankees have deep postseason aspirations, so it'll be up to Boone to make sure that these guys are getting the adequate days off that they need in order to stay healthy and fresh for the long run of the season. Our next response comes from Miss Yankee Universe at the underscore Annalise, another great name on Twitter. She sent the gif of Aaron Judge, and who cannot be excited to watch this guy play baseball? Limited to 112 games last year due to injury. I'm, I'm excited to see what Judge could do over a 162 game span. I'm hoping that he stays healthy this year. You know, it was unfortunate how he went down. Really hurt the Yankees in the middle of the season, especially as we mentioned earlier. Having to rely on guys like Shane Robinson for a lot of playing time. If this Yankee outfield stays healthy between Judge and Stanton and Aaron Hicks, that's a scary dynamic in terms of power. Because, you know, Hicks is a guy that really came about as a Yankee. And he's really lived up to the hype as one of the better center fielders in the game. Then you add Stanton in there and Judge. That's a pretty powerful outfield, if you ask me. So, you know, I'm excited to see Judge. I'm sure Yankee fans can't wait to see him on the field. And they're hoping that he can stay healthy and kind of relive that rookie year that he put up those monster numbers. Because he is capable of doing that, especially playing half of his games in Yankee Stadium. A ballpark that is very friendly to hitters. So, Judge, another guy, uh, excited to see how he grows and develops as he matures into a ball player. I think that he's going to make adjustments that are going to even make him better, which is scary for opposing pitchers because I think he's going to learn from some of the things that he struggled with earlier in his career. Now that he's maturing and getting older, he's starting to realize those things. I expect a monster year out of Judge. Again, I'm a huge Aaron Judge guy, and if he has a monster year like he could have, it's only going to make the Yankees lineup that more scarier than it already is. Bobby from the Bronx, who could be found on Twitter at New King of Media, responded to our Twitter question and replied, the whole Yankee lineup. Yes, this lineup is a dynamic that 
is going to be exciting to watch. And it's going to be interesting to see how Aaron Boone maps out the lineup, especially in the beginning of the year while Didi Gregorius is out. I'm interested to see how the lineup shapes up. Like I said earlier, I believe Luke Boyd will be the starting first baseman. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. I think that Troy Tulowitzki ends up being the starting shortstop and will play mostly on a regular basis. Until Gregorius comes back, how will this Yankee lineup shape up? And when you get Gregorius back, how does that lineup change a little bit? Because let's face it, when Didi comes back, things are going to change. It's not going to be the same set lineup. And I do think that earlier in the year, while Didi is out, you're going to see a little bit more shuffling in the lineup. You're going to see uh, Tulewiski getting a couple of days off to keep him healthy. You're going to see DJ LeMahieu, who the Yankees acquired, getting ample playing time in multiple positions. It's possible that you're going to see an outfield where Clint Frazier might get at-bats. If, for some chance, Jacoby Hellsbury is somewhat healthy, you probably have to factor him in somehow. There are going to be different scenarios for this Yankee lineup, but the main dynamic is this. If this Yankee lineup hits the way that they can hit, opposing pitchers are not going to want to face them. You look at Aaron Judge. You look at Aaron Hicks. You look at Giancarlo Stanton. If Gary Sanchez has the year that he's capable of having, Glaber Torres, Miguel Andujar, two guys who are coming off rookie years that they were both fantastic. There's a lot of great offensive presence in this lineup. The one thing that scares me is the lack of the left-handed power bat. You know, Didi's great from the left-handed side. I'm not worried about what he'll do. Hicks being a switch hitter, it is what it is. And then you look at Gardner, who's aging, but could still be that kind of gritty hitter at the top end or the bottom end of the order. I still think this Yankee lineup is a little too right-handed heavy. I do think that over time, if the Yankees feel they need that left-handed bat, Cashman will strike a deal, possibly before the deadline if needed. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But again, this lineup has the potential to do a lot of damage. And it'll be exciting to see how Aaron Boone decides to play it, especially early on in the year. When they're not 100% healthy. I'm a fan of this guy's Twitter handle. as It's at MTO1993Mike. Uh, Mr. Yankee. 1993 was a great year. The year I was born. So, of course, I'm a little biased. His reply was Paxton and Sanchez. Paxton's a guy I'm excited to see. That was the big trade the Yankees made this offseason to get the left-hander. I could see him making such an impact in this Yankee rotation if he's healthy. Now... People have the questions about the innings pitched, the durability. You know, he's never pitched more than 160 innings in a season in the big leagues. What could you really expect out of him? I expect a lot out of him. I think that he's going to fit in very nicely with this Yankee rotation. The thing that makes me positive about Paxton is the upward climb in innings over the last three years. Go back to 2016. Paxton threw 121 innings for the Mariners. The next year threw 15 more innings and was at 136. Last year, he threw about 160 innings. So, it's starting to go upward where the durability is showing. And if he could stay healthy, you could expect 185 to 190 innings out of this guy. It's not out of the question. Yes, the Yankees are going to need him to throw a lot more because they have postseason aspirations. But... The, the trend is going in the positive direction. If this was a guy that in 2016 threw 200 innings and then went downward from there, 
it would be a little concerning to me. But seeing the upward trend, I think that Paxton, as he's getting older in age, as he's only 30, I'm saying older, but he's getting more mature, he's starting to understand how to take care of his body in order to keep him on the field. That's something that I think is valuable to pitchers. And I think that being around guys like C.C. Sabathia, who uh, was a durable guy throughout his career, Jay Happ, another guy who's up there in age but has been durable, I think this is only going to help Paxton stay on the field. I think this is going to be a great addition for the Yankees. I could see Paxton being one of the more valuable pieces as the Yankees uh, look forward to 2019 and beyond. And then again, Gary Sanchez, another guy who struggled mightily offensively, 186 batting average last year. We know the struggles behind the plate. We, they're well documented. But this guy is a talent that, in 2017, hit 33 home runs and 90, drove in 90 runs. This is a guy that is a special talent. And when he gets back on track, it's going to be scary in this Yankee lineup. The Yankees have to figure out a way to get Sanchez going early and keep him healthy. The main thing is keeping him on the field. Yes, the defensive struggles are concerning. It's not great when your catcher is is not the best uh, pitch receiver or blocker. You know, you, it's hard for your pitchers. But I think that as he matures, he's going to get only better. He's got great arm strength. He's an athlete. I think that at 26 years old, it's too early to give up on a guy like Gary Sanchez. I think that this is going to be a bounce back year for him. Uh, he's a special talent. I, I want to see what he can do in 2019. My suggestion, find him a spot in the lineup where he's got some type of protection. Don't put him in a spot where there's nobody behind him and he's not going to get the pitches that he could capitalize on. Possibly hit him before a guy like Torres or Andujar or maybe even Stanton. You know, there's a lot of different scenarios you can use. We have to find the right spot to make sure that this guy thrives. Because when he's thriving, this Yankee lineup is arguably deeper than any lineup in baseball. With regards to this Twitter question, Samantha at Ziggy89X also mentioned Paxton as somebody she'll be watching this spring. And also cited that she'll be watching some of the new things that the kids have learned. Now with that comment, I think that the main thing that we should be watching is Miguel Andujar and his defensive I don't even want to call him wolves, but struggles. You know, he's a guy that we saw the offensive potential. It seemed like this guy was hitting doubles and home runs almost every other at bat. It was crazy what he was able to do offensively. And, and if Shohei Otani wasn't a unicorn of baseball in a way, I think that Andujar would have ran away with the Rookie of the Year award. It'll be interesting to see what kind of work Andujar did this offseason. There was mention of him being in the Dominican Republic. He was practicing his defensive uh, skills. I think in year two, it's going to be a lot better. If he was having trouble with arm strength, that would be concerning to me. But for a guy that's so athletic like him, I want to see how he is able to kind of bounce back in a way and, and kind of silence the critics. You know, the talk's been Manny Machado. I think that Andujar is going to come in with a chip on his shoulder to prove to people that not only can he be a capable third baseman, but he could be the Yankees' third baseman for the long haul. It's also going to be interesting to see what Gleyber Torres does uh, and what he's learned over the past year. You know, it's a question as to where Torres is going to play right now. Will he be at second base, or will things dictate that he has to play short until Didi comes back? That will be interesting. 
That's a transition I would rather stay away from. I'd rather keep Glaber at second, keep everything as the same as possible in anticipation for Didi's return. But again, he's a player that has a special talent. It'll be interesting to see what he does in year two. And also in terms of kids, I want to see what Luke Voigt does. You know, I don't consider him a kid like Glaber or Andujar, but I do consider him somewhat of a, a younger player that is going to have to make adjustments. You know, we saw him hit a lot of home runs in his short time with the Yankees, but with pitchers adjusting to him, how will he make an adjustment? So those are a couple of things that I'll be looking for. And again, talking about Sanchez from a little earlier, it'll be interesting to see what he learned from his struggles this past year, and hopefully he'll be able to bounce back as well. Before we get into our final Twitter response, I want to talk about the guy that I'll be keeping an eye on this spring, and that's Troy Tulowitzki. Yes, it's a low-risk, high-reward type of deal. However, a lot rides on Tulowitzki this spring. If he could stay healthy, I expect Tulowitzki to play a major role in this Yankee lineup. I don't expect him to play seven days a week, but I could see him playing four to five times a week with guys like Gleyber Torres or maybe even a Tyler Wade playing short in the other days. The issue is this. Can Tulowitzki stay healthy? If he could stay healthy, can he remain productive? And it's been a while since Tulowitzki's been productive and healthy at the big league level. And yeah, I don't blame the Yankees for taking the, the small risk of bringing him in. If it doesn't work out, they can easily release him. They're not overpaying him. They're not breaking the bank to have him in camp. The thing is going to be whether or not Tulowitzki could stay on the field. And we all know the story about how he's long dreamed of being a Yankee. He idolizes Derek Jeter. I hope this works out because if Tulowitzki could stay healthy and remain on the field, I think he could be an asset for this Yankee lineup, especially as they await for one of their leaders in Didi Gregorius to return to the field. Our last response to the Twitter question will actually kind of transition us into the next question as Captain 36 at Yankees 954 sends us a tweet saying that they can't wait to see Bryce Harper in pinstripes. Now, I think that's all but dead in terms of the Yankees right now. As time goes on, it still amazes me that we're going to open up spring training and Machado and Harper are not signed yet. However, I think that the Yankees are ready to look past that and get ready for the 2019 season. Yeah, injuries happen. Things do come about. But I don't see a scenario where the Yankees add either one of these players at this point. I think that if they were going to, it would have been done already. I know that the Yankees are still considered the quote-unquote favorites to land Machado. But I think those dreams are dead and gone. I would love to see Bryce in pinstripes. I think that he'd be a great asset to the Yankees lineup. However. I don't see it happening at this point, especially this late in the offseason. That leads us to our next question that we asked our fans yesterday on our Twitter feed. Again, at Pinstripe Talk ND. The question was this. Do you think that the Yankees need, and I stress that word, need Manny Machado and or Bryce Harper to win a World Series title in 2019? Now, I thought that the vote was going to be close, and it appeared that 52% of our Twitter voters said, yes, the Yankees do need one of the two and or both. I disagree. Yes, I believe firmly that if you add Bryce Harper to this Yankee lineup, they're a World Series caliber team. However, 
with the roster that they have right now, if they all live up to their potential, and that's a big if, obviously, you know, there's every team has their ifs. This is a team that could make a deep run into the postseason. I think a lot of people are underestimating this roster because of the fact that they didn't get the big name that they were looking for, the Machado or the Harper. People love the sexy name. And those guys aren't in pinstripes yet, and I think that a lot of people are disappointed because the Yankees went under the luxury tax, and a lot of people felt that they were going to blow past it to sign one or both of these guys. The moves that Brian Cashman made this offseason set the Yankees up to improve from a year ago. You bring back Zach Britton. You, you sign a guy like Adam Adovino to bolster the bullpen. You, you trade for James Paxton. You make a big move to get him, a left-hander with a lot of potential to slide right into that rotation. You bring back Jay Happ, a guy that was outstanding for you in the second half of the year. You bring in a versatile guy like DJ LeMahieu. Yeah, Didi's hurt, but you know, for the time being, you hope that Tulowitzki can handle the loaded short. What do you think that this Yankee team could be with what they have? When I look at this team, I see 95-plus wins, especially given that the Red Sox, who right now have a lot of questions in the back end of their bullpen, didn't do much to improve. So if you're a Yankee fan, I think you have to be positive and look at this team and say, you know what, even if we don't sign Machado or Harper, this team's still good enough to win a World Series. They still can. There's no doubt in my mind that Brian Cashman put together this team and right now thinks that they could be World Series champions at the end of the year, come November. So don't count them out. I, I don't agree with Twitter saying that they do need one of them to win the World Series. Would they help? Absolutely. But I think that right now, the Yankees lineup is in a spot where they're in a good position, especially in the AL East, in the American League, and I think in baseball. Right now, if you look at any team in baseball, how many teams right now from 1 to 25 do you think are better than the Yankees? The answer is very few, if any. You know, you look at Houston. That's a team that will give the Yankees a run for their money. Do you consider the Red Sox up there? Look at some of the National League teams, teams that the Yankees won't have to match up with until the World Series if they get there. So I wouldn't panic that the Yankees didn't sign one of these guys. I think that the moves that they made this offseason kind of counter the fact that the Yankees don't need to break the bank to bring in one of these guys in order to bring home a championship. As always, we thank all of our listeners for joining in on the conversation on Twitter. If you missed out on the conversation, no worries. This afternoon, there will actually be another Twitter poll that will be posted on our Twitter feed, at PinstripeTalkND. Make sure you go check that out. I'm not going to tell you what the question is. I'll leave that to you to go find it. Make sure you follow us and join in on that conversation. Use the hashtag PinstripeTalk in order for your voice to be heard on our show. We would love to add more feedback from you onto our daily broadcasts. Please make sure that you join in and send us your feedback. We love to hear what you have to say about the New York Yankees. As we wrap up today's show, we remind you to find us on Apple Podcast. Subscribe, rate, review, comment. Any kind of feedback you give on the show, we appreciate it. Also, if you're not an Apple listener, you can go to Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Google Play Music, and Simplecast. There's many ways to listen to our broadcast. We hope that you use those outlets to your advantage. 
Make sure you share those links with your friends. Let them join in on the conversation as well. We have reached spring training. It is exciting. We're still a couple of weeks off, but in just a couple of days, we'll have some spring training action. At least we can see what's going on with the Yankees in anticipation for the 2019 season. I don't know about you, but I'm ecstatic and excited for opening day. I cannot wait for that day to come. I will be wearing my pinstripes that day loud and proud. As always, let's go Yankees. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time here on the Pinstripe Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Dalhanty. Thanks for tuning in. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.